Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. If you're new to the show, make sure you head on over to the Kingdom Prophetic Society.org. That's exactly right. I mean, Jeff usually interrupts me right there, but he didn't. He didn't. What's what, what do you mean? I never interrupt anyone. I listen. Yeah. I was raised with etiquette, couth, and manners. I don't listen, interrupt. Your couth added yours. What did you did, say? Did you get your Christmas? Like did you get your Christmas tree put up? Why you won't bring up stuff like it? Let's be more professional. We're supposed to be talking about Christmas today, and you can't even put up a Christmas tree. We are talking well, about Christmas today, and Merry Christmas, Alan Smith. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Jason Barr. Merry Christmas, Jeff Rowland. Are y'all doing well today? We're doing good. We're well, glad well, to be here. Yeah. Hey, good. before we get started, sure enough, we do need to announce to all of those that's uh, following the uh, Mike Bickle situation in Kansas City. That's right. Wait, wait, yeah. I've, got, I've got a new name for it. What's that? If they've been following the Mike Bickle pickle. If they've been fine, that's a pretty good way of putting it. That is pretty accurate. Uh, that's accurate. But there's a lot of people that's obsessed with it to an unhealthy degree. Mm-hmm. And But then there's a lot of people that's that's listening with a sincere heart, whether you are obsessed with a, to an unhealthy degree or whether you're listening with a sincere heart. There's been some updates in that situation, and we addressed those on the Unplugged podcast this week. What did we do, Alan? Two or three shows? We did three shows. Three it's on. part one, part two, and part three. Mm-hmm. And it's actually called... Mike Bickle, Mike Bickle, man approved of God. By, by man approved of God. And why did we say they were approved of God? Well, because we believe that he's approved of God. We believe he's approved of God because God, of God God used him in May of this past year, of this year, of a big prayer movement. Probably the biggest prayer movement in our lifetime, probably in 2,000 years, to be honest with you. That's what I'd say. And uh, That's what I would for say. the nation Israel, right before it went into war, they were... Attacked. Five million, I think, actually plus, engaged. Plus yeah. Five million that they yeah. could put their finger on. But right. Yeah, it was more than that. But it's a huge prayer movement. And so at uh, last week's podcast, we you know made the argument, if you will, that Mike Bickle was a man approved by God yeah. in May of 23 for this prayer movement. Mm-hmm. So it must be that things that happened prior to that, that him and God and whoever else was involved, they must have... Made things God, right. Made things right with God because we know in May he had been approved by God. And, uh, and somebody's would, got to do something with that. That's right. And I'd say that over the last couple of decades, there is fruit of his ministry that he's been approved of God as well. Yeah. I would just say, listen to those podcasts. Uh, yeah. Jason, where can they find the unplugged? Yeah, they can the find them on over at anywhere you get podcasts. Apple, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Podbean, you can go right to the King of Society and listen to it. Is it on iTunes? Apple Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all over the place, wherever you want to get your podcast from, but you can get a link right on the Kingdom Prophetic Society. Yeah. But I guess kind of the thing is, is just because you're approved by God doesn't make you approved by man. That's That's a pretty good point. That's exactly right. That's basically the bottom line. Yeah. So that's right. Head on over there, and you can you can find those in that archive. Like they said, they're they're named there for you, so they're pretty cool. Fun. Good deal. Now, on with the Smith and Roland podcast for today. Let me say again, Merry Christmas, Alan. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jason. Merry Christmas. Is the Christmas festive spirit, are y'all grabbing a hold of it? I did. Uh, Since I got here today, I've been trying to uplift you guys and get you into a little more of a jolly mood. Seem like... uh, Well, look. I will say. When I first got here... Jason, get a shot of this. Look at this face. Oh, Lord. See there? 
Merry Christmas all over it. Watch. Yeah. All over it. Merry Christmas. I would. Look I at his face. I want to follow. Fa la 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 la. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff, I will say that the spirit of Christmas definitely hit Daddy Pete today. Did it? Yeah, really? did. It yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. He just about the got spirit. dehydrated. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Tell tell us about it. I, I mean, I just was making a simple observance. <laughs> so apparently you was around Daddy Pete this morning at yeah. church. Yeah. And you Christmassed up at church. Is that right, Al? Oh, yeah. Spirit of Christmas. Well, over it. I'm I'll looking at one of your notes here. It says Christmas, a time to celebrate. Is that what you did? We celebrated today. That's what I did. And okay. I, Jason, did I pull my screen down? Now I'm putting it back up. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You're good? Yeah, we're, we're good. good. Well, what happened was I have been on the internet and watching these professional Christians tell how much they know about how pagan Christmas time is. You know, go through all the associations, right? How demonic and pagan Christmas time is. Mm-hmm. Now, I would like to ask a question though. God's been creating things for a long time now, and Satan's always tried to attach itself to it, right? And pull it down and and uh, make it look like. So, listen, when it comes to Christmas time. I have to go with what I know is true. And here's what I know is true, Jeff. When I was, when you were a little youngster and you had Christmas time, there was a certain excitement around that time. It was peace. It was joy. It was love. It was uh, something in the air. And I submit to you, I, I believe that that was the Holy Spirit. Okay. I think the Holy Spirit is the center of the joy of Christmas. And so I made a case today. Of course, I usually try to avoid controversial, you know. Yeah, because topics. you're not a man of controversy. No, no I'm a peace loving man, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a peace loving man. And so I usually skirt around controversial issues. But I found myself, woe be it unto me, unto <laughs> thee, that this morning I found myself up to thy neck. <laughs> in controversy over this Christmas season. So what happened was I started off with Christmas. You can see on the screen there, Jason will maybe put it up and it'll give us a lot of a lot of commentary here. But I started off with the name Christmas, a time to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And then in Christmas, I said, all right, let's take the word apart. Christ, which is Jesus Christ, first part of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Second part is mass, Mm -hmm. which means a festival or celebration. A lot of people say, well, that's Catholicism because of a mass. <laughs> the word means celebration. And believe it or not, in Catholicism, that's what they mean. Mass. The time <clears throat> to come together and celebrate. They don't mean the mass of people <clears throat> congregating. Well, together. they maybe do. But celebration is a special, enjoyable event that people organize because something pleasant has happened or because it is someone's birthday or anniversary. And I just made the point that Christmas is a time of celebration, and it should be a time of celebration. So then I, then I went to this next slide here, and you can see the celebration is not only for Jesus, but also a celebration for me and you. Now, this is where I started. I'll start bringing in some scripture here in a minute. But mankind has two major problems, I put, and shame and guilt. He said, well, what's shame and guilt got to do with Christmas? It's got a lot to do with Christmas because Christmas time is the time that our Savior came to the earth. So to me, it's a big deal, and I'll tie it in. Let me do two or three slides, and then Go you can ahead. jump in there. You pastor, just help pastor. yourself. The celebration of Christmas is about a holy God who was making a provision for the guilt and shame of lost humanity. That's what this Christmas, the birth of Christ, is about. Christmas is about hope and about forgiveness. And so it, it's more than just a babe laying in a manger is my point. Mm-hmm. Christmas is an event about God coming to the earth. And let me go a couple more, and then I'll stop for a second. To take away the Christmas celebration 
is to take away the celebration of God's greatest gift to mankind, to live with Him today and forever. To me, that's what Christmas time celebrates. And to me, God gave it to man. It's the biggest deal on the planet. And it's celebrating God's greatest gift to mankind. And so to take away that time of celebration, and I go into that the scriptures, Jeff, if you look here on this next slide, that, of course, Christmas is celebrated worldwide, which we know. I put in there, we start our celebration six to eight weeks before the day at my house, six months <laughs> before the day. You know, somebody has a birthday, you do it for a day, unless you're one of my daughters. That's right. And then it's you a week a or two. birthday month. You got yeah. a birthday month. That's yeah, right, that's birthday right. month. And so Christmas is kind of like that. We start six, eight weeks, two months before. So it's kind of a big deal, but this goes on worldwide. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of a, it's kind of a big deal. At the birth of Christ, there were celebrations. and I, So here's where I started citing Scripture, Jeff. And here's my point, and we'll get into it a little further, but my point is we can see that it is scriptural to celebrate this day of the birth of Christ. Totally agree. Okay, and Mary said, My soul doeth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Mm -hmm. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For thee, he that is mighty, hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. I make a case that this is celebrated. I agree with you. I would also just say, based on the scripture that that you have there, that this should be the centerpiece of the activities that we participate in during the Christmas season. I agree. If the Christmas season brings us to a point where our soul begins to magnify the Lord. Yes. Then I think the two major problems you were talking about, shame and guilt, go away when your soul begins to magnify the Lord. It does. I I made the case today that we are to praise God for the display of His power. Mm -hmm. We are not in charge of dictating how He displays His power. We are to praise Him that His power has been displayed. Amen. And Amen. when Jesus came to the earth, that was a display of his power. Yes. And to me, it was a huge deal. Absolutely. And according to the scripture there with Mary, it was. Mm-hmm. Now, I compare that to with Mary. At our new birth of salvation, Jesus was birthed into our hearts and lives. Mm-hmm. But here we got Mary. She was actually carrying. And I, you know the case you and I make in, in, in studying scripture. You and I believe there's a literal, which is a spiritual yeah. reflection of what's taking place inside of us. Yeah. So a lot of people does away with the written literal and so yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what right. replacement theology and we've that's right. Listen to our podcast and you can tell that. So with that in mind, at our new birth of salvation, Jesus was birthed into our <laughs> hearts and lives. Yes. So that we were just like Mary. Paralleled with Mary. We're yeah. blessed. That's right. We're blessed. Highly favored. Highly favored. Now in Colossians one twenty seven it says to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Now that uh, Mary was literally carrying Christ, but we now are carrying Christ in us. Yes. And I've got a little point that I lead up to here, Jeff. Just I want you you to hit this one hard. I got a few more celebrations. Go ahead. The angel celebrated by praising God. Mm -hmm. So there again, I'm making a case for why we celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. Well, the Mary did. The angels did in Luke 2, 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Now, Jeff, I want to say something. You and I have experienced a little bit of that in times past, where the glory of the Lord. If you can engage 
passed just the letters, the glory of the Lord shone around, shone around them, and they were so afraid. Yeah. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great, great joy. joy. Now, it didn't say just joy. Right. Great joy. Mm-hmm. Which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. Now, watch this. This is where we come into this scripture. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Mm-hmm which is Christ the Lord. Now, there you got the city of David. We know that's a divinic covenant. that He's the king promised to David. But he also is introduced to this term, Savior, which is also where the Gentiles and where we start coming in mm-hmm. of this. Now, let me do another one or two. The angel celebrated by praising God. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on the earth, peace, goodwill towards all men. So I make the case here that the angels celebrated. Mm-hmm. So if it's good enough for the angel, they're again making the case. Everybody says, well, we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas. And trying to, you know, it's a big movement just trying to do away with Christmas, I guess, if people could. Mm-hmm. I'm making the case that we should be, as Christians, celebrating the birth of Christ. But I go deeper, if you'll allow me. Mm-hmm. The shepherds celebrated. So we got the angels, and here we got the shepherds, and that's in Luke 2, 15. came to pass as the angels were gone uh, from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they had made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. Then it goes on in verse 18, Jeff, Jason. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told by them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all of these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying, that's celebrating, praising God, that celebration, for all the things that they had heard and seen, and it was told unto them. So here we see everybody that's run into this day that the Savior was born, they end up celebrating it yeah. and worshiping God. Mm-hmm. I call this the first shepherd worship service. Yeah, That's when they did that. Now, but there is one other thing I wanted to get to right after the wise men. We've got wise men. They celebrate him, worshiped him. I'll go through them a little quicker, even though it's a lot of verses here. You can see the wise men. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and come to worship him. Now, can you imagine seeing a star? that the Holy Spirit said, follow that star. Mm. I want to skip over to this next one. Then I'm going to skip to the next one, Jeff and Jason. I'm going to Matthew 2, verse 10. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Mm -hmm. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented to him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, and began and being warned of the God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. They departed. So here they found the Savior. They found this babe. Herod had sent them to go find him, but they had a dream, and they did not. Now, why should we celebrate Christmas? So that's some celebration times. Now I want to get into just a couple slides, and then I'm going to hush and let you respond to them. The great truth revealed in the New Testament is that God became one of us. He became a human being. Now, I want to make a case where I believe Christmas is more than just the birth of the Savior and mm-hmm. the King. Now, follow the storyline here. God became 
one of us. Philippians 2, 6, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Goes on to say, And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So here, what we're wanting to identify here, guys, is that God took on humanity. Now, what's this? One of the greatest reasons to celebrate Christmas is because Jesus came to be like us so he could show us how to be like him. That's good. Jesus came to be like us. That's good. When we are in our greatest test of life, Jesus truly knows just how we feel. But to me, that's key. That's what this whole thing, I'm kind of building it around, Jeff and Jason. Jesus came, took on humanity. He came to be like us so he could show us how to be like him. In other words, we've got a unity, Jeff, if you will, of the divine nature and the natural nature. I think it's in the next slide or two. So Jesus came in the divine nature, but he took on human nature. So you got this humanity of divine nature and human nature together. When we became born again, we have entered this union of human nature trying to walk in unity with a divine nature, which is Second Peter chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And so to me, the Christmas time, the why do we celebrate Jesus, it's more than just a babe laying in a manger. It's God going through this motion of being like man, but yet being divine, so he can show us to walk in a divine nature like him. And so to me, that's why I celebrate Christmas, because this is huge this huge merger of Jesus with the human nature. So we already got the human nature, and we're wanting to collide with this divine nature. Mm. So anyway, that's what I built the teaching on. Uh, Here I put it in that next little note there, guys. The incarnation means that while remaining God, Jesus took upon a new nature, a human nature, and I explain what incarnation means. It just means that he comes in the flesh. It's what the incarnation is. The incarnation was a uniting the divine nature and the human nature into one being, one purpose. So when I celebrate Christmas, not only am I celebrating the Savior, the birth of our Savior, but I'm also celebrating the hope that I have to have the nature of this baby Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And the birth of him in me. Mm -hmm. And I know you're not done. There's more. And I want to hear more. But I, I do want to say this. I think there's a connection in the purpose that you've delivered of Jesus coming so that we can be like him, to impart to us the divine nature I think there is a supernatural equation to that. We celebrate by praising him for who he is, mm-hmm. which then in turn, there is something supernatural that happens that's beyond our understanding. You can't put a formula to it. You can't put an equation to it. I think. I think, I think would you it, not think that the word perhaps is impartation? When we celebrate, there's an impartation. That takes place, and it's supernatural. In other words, you can't, it's it's very hard to say in spiritual terms, A plus B equals C. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was talking this morning about how you cannot put God in a system Mm -hmm. in order to get to know Him. Right. You just can't do that because it's all supernatural. So is it possible that as we see the angels worshiping God, Mm -hmm. the shepherds worshiping God and praising God. 
the wise men worshiping mm-hmm. God and praising God. The whole host of heaven declaring the glory of God yeah. around his birth. Could it be that through simply engaging in praising God, that we are, in fact, bringing about an impartation yes. of more of his divine of nature into is. us, yeah. which allows us to become more like I'd him. I'd have to agree. I'd so have to if agree. that is possible, and I think it's true because it's you can see it in other places mm-hmm. in Scripture as well, that same thing where you're praising God. You praise him not because of what he does, but because of who he is. Mm-hmm. That's a bigger statement than what people mm-hmm. realize. When Jesus came to the earth, one place it says, Jesus talking, said, he come with a sword. Well, the angels declare peace. Too many times we look with natural eyes at things. When if we and if you look with natural eyes, you can't see into the unseen mm-hmm. world. But if we look with spiritual eyes, we can see into the unseen world, which causes us to praise God when everything might look disastrous in human mm-hmm. in the natural sphere of things. But in the spiritual world, it is a display of His powers. Mm-hmm. Which, as I was talking, it about could here. be right on time. Exactly. Which which would mean that the main activity of Christmas is not necessarily, and please, I'll get in trouble for this, but it's not necessarily getting together with family members, though that's good. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. But that's not necessarily the biggest deal about Christmas. The biggest deal about Christmas is not the giving and receiving of gifts, though there's nothing wrong with that. That's wonderful. The biggest thing about Christmas is celebrating and praising Mm -hmm. the God of creation that gave his son Mm -hmm. to enter into us, Mm -hmm. much like the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Mm-hmm. And now we have Christ in us, the hope mm-hmm. of glory. And as we praise him for that, I think the divine nature, that impartation of the divine nature, we become more aware of it in our I, life. Totally. Do you not think, just think about the Christmas story, there Mary and Joseph evidently were raised probably together in that little town, mm-hmm. Nazareth, and they probably grew up together probably went to the synagogue together. We know that it was probably an arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. Then they grew up, and of course, I think they kind of would give each other little things of show show affection. And then it comes to tell you, know, everybody in town knew that Mary and Joseph was going to get married. So just because they raised up, they were raised up together in the same synagogue, same everything. They were friends raised together, and everybody knew they were going to get married. So then it says she was betrothed or betrothal. And then Mary ends up pregnant. Yeah. Can you imagine the shame that she had to go through in that town because they weren't married yet? It would have probably have resulted in a third party investigation. It would have definitely took You just couldn't stay out of it, could you? You just could not have stayed out of it. But just imagine the shame yeah. that she must have been under. Mm-hmm. Well, could she and, not just tell people that she was carrying God's child? Well, yeah, that had went over pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. sure that that Listen, had Joseph not had a dream, he wouldn't have believed it. That's right. Well, absolutely. You know, it didn't make logical well. sense. No, it didn't make any sense. And so that's finally, why everything. That's the reason I say you cannot put equations. Everybody wants a spiritual formula. You can't. You do can't it. do it. It won't. Don't fit. You cannot put God. I was talking about systematic theology today mm-hmm. and how stupid it is. Right. Man can't devise a system in which to know God. You can no put way. God in man's system. I mean, you can't do that. And so everybody wants a A plus B equals C answer. It's not going to happen. But the logic of the supernatural world is if. If we release praise to God 
things which she happened. did, and she did. She did because the angel came to her and told her that she was going to be made pregnant. Yeah. By the Holy Ghost. Right. And she responded to the angel and said, okay, I'm in. So yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. Okay. She left from there, agreeing with the angel, but you got to understand the system she was in. And then you got Joseph. Uh, they weren't married yet. They were to be married. So then Joseph, you know good and well, when she started getting sick and morning sickness and all that, you know good and well everybody knew what was going on. Well, so then Joseph had to be considered the father. Yeah. But only him and Mary knew nothing had ever taken place. Now, here's right. my point, guys. Mary was under sin and shame, carrying the Savior, yeah. just like we're under sin and shame. Yeah. When we come to the Savior, That's right. he comes into our life That's right. of sin and shame. But Mary was obedient yeah. to the call of heaven. Yeah. In spite of the shame. Yeah. And then, of course, good In thing, some sense, she, she agreed to carry the shame. She agreed to carry that. Yeah. So then this thing comes out. Well, of course, now in the meantime, we know Mary went and saw uh, uh, Zacharias. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth. Mary, uh, Elizabeth was carrying John the Baptist right. then. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was a much older woman. Matter of fact, she was past childbearing age, mm-hmm. I think is correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyway, and then you know she touched the baby and it felt it leap. Yeah, uh, the baby uh, even praised the, God pra- and gave a witness. That. <laughs> so our, our, here's our point: when you're trying to criticize somebody, you need to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Because it might be God. That's exactly right. There you go. It might be God all the time. Think of that. At, it, the, very, at the very least, it's none of your business. At the very least, it's none of your business. And I would say... Very good point, Jay. Yeah, and I just want to bring this point up. Next Sunday is Christmas Eve. Yes, it is. If the main theme of Christmas should be a praise celebration of our Savior, might not be a good time to cancel church to be with family. I'm just Just saying. saying. Okay, well, we're not. Well, what at heart said, so y'all don't cancel services when Christmas falls on a Sunday? <laughs> well, we can't now. That, We've done I mean, said too you much. Know what? And I appreciate that comment because there are so many churches that's going to do that. Every time Christmas falls on Sunday, everybody says, well, we can't have church. It's Christmas. Well, the, if the main uh, uh, theme uh, uh, is praising uh, God. For know. what he's done. And there again, I'm trying to bring a greater definition to Christmas. What really happened? What is that representing, that babe lying in a manger? We're not the Savior, but we're lying in the manger with him. Yes. Because we were in his mind before uh, the foundations of the exactly earth. exactly right. Come on, honey. Absolutely. We were in his mind before the foundations of the Absolutely. earth. And he was coming as a Savior, fulfilling Scripture to David and Abraham, but as a Savior to us dirty Gentiles. Yeah. So here we got Mary. I just want to get, get back to Joseph and Mary. It just amazes me when I read it how Joseph and Mary, they were in a predicament. They, they were in a pickle. I mean, they were in a pickle. And so Joseph has this dream. This angel comes to him and says, listen, what's happening to Mary here? That's of God. He's, that's what's what. It, Joseph says, okay, I got it. He carries right on with Mary. And I'm sure they got married sometime or another. But you know that everybody around them, still some of them thought that she got pregnant by Joseph. So anyway, they could have done what, what uh, Jason said there and just told everybody. But maybe they did. I don't know. But nonetheless, Mary carried Christ. When we are carrying Christ in our born-again experience, it's the shame and the guilt that we've been set free of. Yeah. 
It's the shame, and, and how do we know? Is it, we didn't you, have an angel came to us, but the word of God came to Thank us you, Lord. through the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Christmas to me is huge. Christmas is big. It's more than a babe lying in a manger. It's God coming to the earth on our behalf. Let me go. I, I, I got one or two more. Look at my next one here, Jeff, I, this, as we go on. You can see it on the screen there. Jesus laid aside his heavenly glory and came to earth. In becoming a human being, Jesus laid aside his heavenly glory to live among us. Now, here's my question. Why did he do it? Mm. The scriptures gives us several reasons why yep. he did it. God wanted to reveal himself to humanity. Amen. Now, we got to understand something. Jesus is born in Bethlehem. Why did God did it? Nobody had seen God yet. So God, I, you know God said, well, Jesus, we're going to have to give him a closer up view. Nobody can see me and live. So you're going to go down. You got to be born a man, but you're going to be divine so people can look upon you. But when they see you, they're going to be able to see me. I believe that God wanted to reveal himself to humanity. Well, sure. what I think. Absolutely. And so do I want to celebrate that God wanted to reveal himself to humanity? I think it's a great reason to celebrate Christmas. Absolutely. Because God wanted to reveal himself to humanity. It says it in 1 John 1, 18, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son is saying only Jesus had, which is in the bosom of the Father he hath declared it. Mm-hmm. So since Jesus was the only one that has seen God, so Jesus came here, God wanted to reveal himself. Jesus explained God to humanity. We know and we need no longer wonder what God is like. Jesus shows us. Jesus himself said, and you know the scripture, Jeff and Jason. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long a time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? So I believe one of the main reasons Jesus, God sent Jesus, one of them, one of many, but one of them is God wanted humanity to be able to see him better. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that statement had to be one, it's got to be one of the most controversial things that Jesus ever said. I'm sure. Because if you think about the Jews, they couldn't, they couldn't even, the priest couldn't even enter behind the curtain without, mm-hmm. if, that's right, without, without possibility they had to tie a rope around their foot. Right. Yeah. And so for them to for him to say that, that had to bring a lot of um When Jesus he, said he that, that had to bring a lot if of you've seen me, you've seen the Father. It had to be mind blowing. And so, a lot of people focus on, on Jesus, but focus on God a minute. God did it because he was wanting us to see him. Yeah. That's, I, that's right. the other side of the coin kind of. Yeah. God was very interested in us seeing who he was, even mm-hmm. though he knew we couldn't gaze upon him. That's right. And then it went on to one other thing here, and then I'll hush again, guys. Jesus proved this by both his words and his deeds. It goes on to say, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. You can ask me. You see, I think, guys, the reason the world, the reason lost humanity I mean, you know, for Christmas, they got an X for Christ, must, Xmas. Why in the world feel like I need to do that? I don't know. But, I, you know, that would be a good thing for Elon Musk to catch on to. But nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, the world is trying to do away with Christmas, the time of worshiping the Savior. And not only that, it has invaded Christians to do away with Christmas. And we need to be the ones 
who were just blowing it out at Christmas. And we have done that to a certain point. But now I think it's going the other way. I think it's a wonderful time to experience the Holy Spirit. I do too. The little children, you know, they came up and sang today, Silent Night. Mm -hmm. The presence of God there, Jeff, I'll be honest with you, it's just so heavy. As I was up there this this morning and this worship was coming in, I was introducing some of the stuff. I, I just got overwhelmed. You know how it is. You yeah. just, oh, yeah. back in the old days of Shiloh, you Absolutely. felt like you couldn't breathe and yeah. you couldn't talk. And That's right. I said, Lord, if you don't let up, I I'm not yeah. going to make yeah. it. I'm not too sure he was even interested in that prayer. <laughs> but I did pray that. Yeah. And uh, But anyway, it was just a presence of God. Yeah. Wonderful time. And singing, singing those old songs, Silent Night, and you know all of these old songs that, and these hymns that we have, it's just the presence of the Holy Spirit's there. And I don't think we're to do away with it. No, no. We ain't supposed to do I away with it. I think we're to the worship religious, the, the religious spirits tried to do away with it by taking our praise of the new birth and of the Savior coming to the earth. Uh-huh. The religious system has taken that and tried to take it back to pagan roots. That's right. That's and right. all that is is a religious spirit. That's right. That's trying to do away with something. I just love the way you framed this at the beginning, because I think that you've tapped into the real activity that should surround Christmas, yeah. which is praising God. Yeah. If that's the central focus of why we gather and have Christmas celebrations, then I'm all for that. I do think that sometimes that gets lost mm-hmm. in the details of other things. Mm-hmm. You understand I what totally, I'm saying? I totally uh, agree. Yeah. Well, just like giving gifts, <clears throat> it, it is, I mean, Jesus's birthday, I guess, is the only one birthday we have that the person's birthday where he's the only one don't get a present. He don't get a present. <laughs> and uh, but but for some reason he likes to give them. Yeah, and uh, he likes to give gifts. And, and I think our gift to him is praising. Him. I think our, I think <laughs> I think that's what we're supposed to. That's be That's where about. I was headed. I yes. think it is too. Absolutely. I think we can give back to him. And you know what, Jeff? If you've ever done anything for somebody, the only thing that's needed is thank you. I appreciate. That's that. right. That's exactly exactly. That's all you need. That's right. Yes, sir. That's all you need. That's right. <laughs> Just thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that the Lord's much different. The only thing we Amen. need to say is, Lord, I appreciate it, but yeah. I appreciate it a bunch, yeah. That's exactly right. Don't you? Yeah, boy. I just appreciate it Oh, I can't praise lot. him enough. Can't praise him enough. Can't praise that him That reminded enough. me of an old boy we used to have at Shiloh. Mm-hmm. We couldn't praise him enough. Yeah, I just want to praise he, him. I just, well, he was at the church today. <laughs> was he? He was. His old Tim Parsons, I ain't going to call him any names. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to call, call no names. names. He's married to Choo Choo Train. He's married to Choo Choo Train. That's His old right. Tim Parsons. And I look back, he's sitting over on the corner. And Boy, I told him about praying. We just is gonna, we're just going to praise his holy name. His old hands went <laughs> up. I knew I was afraid I sicked him a little too hard. <laughs> yeah. I knew he's going to jump up and you run. you got to be careful. you got to be careful. Yeah, he'll I preach thought, well, he will. He'll run in a heartbeat. <laughs> I looked at where the flags was. I knew he was going to grab one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, old praise his holy name was there. Amen. And he That's and good. his praising the holy name is so sincere. He's the most sincere man. Oh ever. yeah. He's used to work for him a little bit, and he'd walk out in the out there where the trucks are, and he'd walk up to me and say, "Alan, I can't. I just I just got to stop and praise his holy yeah, name. Can going. I? Yeah. Would you just let me? Just I just got to stop and praise his holy name. That's him. <laughs> and he would just squall, raise yeah. his hands, yes, go to sir. praying, and, uh, and then he'd get done. He said, "Okay, I feel better now." That's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> and right. it was so sincere. 
Yeah, but and he he has Christmas all year round, and that is the truth. I can plug into that. I can that's just the truth, and yeah. I don't know many people that have that like he does. Yeah, but he, I'll just have to say it like when we really make is. Christmas about him and not about ourselves, right? Then I do believe that there can be a supernatural occurrence of a God encounter, yeah, and more of the divine nature can be imparted. To yes, you. you can become aware of more of the divine nature that's been given. That's a better way to put it. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of people that's living way below where they should be simply because that they don't celebrate and enter into praise of the Lord yeah. like we should. Yeah, and it and is a, it is a time of celebration. Yes, it is. It's the time to get together, and, yeah. and and we had we actually had a, a meal at the house today from wife's side of the family, her sisters and all that. It was five girls, a bunch of kids, and they celebrated Christmas today. Their mother passed away this past year, so it was kind of a s- sweet time, sad time for, for them also. Yeah. But as I prayed over the meal, I prayed that I said that I prayed and I said, Shirley was her name. I said, well, we all know that Shirley laid out of Christmas celebration today. <laughs> Doesn't mean she laid out of a celebration. That's I'm right. I'm sure she's celebrating in heaven. That's right. Yeah. But she laid out of ours. And, but I said, I'll tell you something. I said, if anybody's in this room and you've never received Jesus, I said, today'd be a good day. Now, this is blessing over the food. Yeah. But I was very sincere. And I said, a hundred years from now, we can all of us in this room can gather together again mm-hmm. and worship the Lord. Yeah, that's if you'll say yes to Him today and be sure you said yes to Him. Yeah, and you'll get to see Shirley again too. Amen. Amen. And so anyway, it is a day of celebration. I think, Jeff. Sure it is. And I think it should be kept as a day of celebration. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets into the materialism and. I get all that. I mean, of course, yeah. it, of course it does. But it doesn't mean that we can't pull it back into true celebration well, I agree with that. of a Christmas time. Yeah. True celebration. Well, sign me up for Christmas. I think we'll sign you right up there. Yeah. You probably should get your Christmas tree put up. Man, Jason's got well, to I'll tell you right. everything. He just got to spoil everything. Yeah. Well, he's, well, he had a little bit. I felt a little touch on that one. <sighs> We want to remember, Jeff, and we'll, we'll conclude here today if you guys want to. Sounds like a pleasure. Jesus came to fulfill all of God's promises. Thank God. Why do we worship Christmas time? Because Jesus came to the earth. Amen. To fulfill all the promises of God. That's Old Testament. Then you get into the New Testament, which is called the New Covenant. He fulfilled the Old Testament, and he brought with him. Had he not been born in that major, we would not be living under a new covenant today. That's right. I think I'm going to celebrate that one. Hey, man. Uh, I can <laughs> That's cele- good to celebrate. I can celebrate right there. Yeah. So he fulfilled God's promises of the Old Testament. He fulfilled them of the New Testament. And he made provisions for me and you and for Jason yeah. that we could carry the love of Christ, yeah. the heart of Christ, the nature of Christ, just like Mary did. Hey, man. Praise That's right. my story, and I'm sticking to it. Well, pray for us and close us out of here. And we'll go home. Okay, we'll Amen. do it. Well, Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for this day. Yes, Lord. Dear God, we do thank you for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Thank you that you've given us this opportunity to worship you in spirit and truth. Thank you for all of our listeners, oh God. And yes, we do Lord. ask and pray, oh God, that Christmas time could not be stolen from us, that Christmas time could not be stolen out of our hearts. It'll not be stolen from our children. We pray, O oh God, that Christmas time is a time of celebration of the Savior of the world, of the King for the nation Israel, 
the king, the fulfillment of the Davidic and Abrahamic covenant, and the fulfillment of promise of grace and mercy to us stinking Gentiles. Yes, Lord. You've given us grace and you've given us mercy because the Savior was born that day in a barn in a stall on the hay. He came to save sinners and to be king. Mm. And we just want to celebrate that. So I just want to praise his holy name, as my friend said. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 All right, right, Mr. Jason. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowland Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollinshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.